Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Right now, it's time to talk, talk some football. Bouncing off their first three consecutive wins in a long time. The All-Whites bubble was popped yesterday. with confirmation of what their Oceania qualifying tournament in Qatar looks like. The prospect of fielding a mostly amateur team for the first two matches is a real one. For Danny Hayes' side is there. First group match is scheduled for March 16th and the final set for March 30th. While the window, international window when clubs are mandated to release players runs from March the 21st to March 29th. Andrew Pregnell is the CEO of New Zealand Football and he's been good enough to join us this morning. G'day. G'day, Andrew. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, mate. Good, mate. How are you going? Um, I know it's been, it's been a tough time for, for New Zealand Football through this COVID situation, but how are you, how are you going, mate? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Um, I don't know if you uh, saw, but the Ford Football Firms got up last night and beat Korea uh, 2-0, yes. but it's brilliant. Yes. Um, but I get a bit of momentum going to the Women's World Cup. Yeah, look, COVID hasn't been great for international football. We play in these international windows, and uh, they're pretty brief. And with things like MIQ, um, board controls and the like, um, it's been pretty challenging to assemble teams. But off the back of the Olympics, which gave us momentum in mm. both the men's and women's spaces, we've started... Um, building momentum on both the, the men's and women's sides. Um, mm. You know, we're still uh, managing to run some domestic competitions. We've got a, a women's professional side uh, being launched this Friday, which is a breakthrough moment for football in this country. So, um, some big momentum yeah. building up on on both sides, and we're about to host the biggest sporting event this country ever host in the Women's World Cup. So, um, lots to celebrate. Lots to celebrate, lots to go going on as well. And that was a great win from the football fans as well, mate. And you touched on the Wellington Phoenix women starting uh, this weekend, mate. Tell us about the – how's that kind of transition been for, for you and New Zealand football, helping the Wellington Phoenix women's team get off the, off the ground? I know there's been a lot of troubles with the sponsorship side of things. Um, is, are things looking good for the weekend? Yeah, they are. I mean, it's been. Um, I think it's been a good exercise and a, a healthy exercise that, uh, between you know us, us supporting the Phoenix. Sometimes that relationship historically over the you know decades has been a bit uh, tense, both you know both New Zealand football 
and the Phoenix looking for resource in a limited resource environment. So it's actually been really good for the two organisations to partner, really get something off the ground that both wanted to have happen. Um, so that's that's brilliant. Everything we're hearing on the ground, obviously based in Aussie for the for the time being, um, but everything we're hearing on the ground is positive. Um, you know, they signed up a team uh, pretty late. The squad was assigned pretty much after every other side had signed, but that is what it is. So everyone knows it'll be a, a pretty tough first season, but it's been good seeing the media coverage. Uh, I know David Dome's working mm. really hard to, to get a sponsor. I'm confident he'll get someone off the ground. But, um, yeah, just, just really good to see that coverage as well. And I want to say thanks to the media, actually, for, yeah. for, for doing that. Hey, Andrew, it's, uh, it's Baz here. Just to, to flow on from that, I'm quite intrigued, I guess, in how, obviously, it's so important to be able to have the diversity and, and grow, the growth of the sport as well. And, the Wellington Phoenix women's side is such an important part of that. How do you balance that with the ability to finance that situation? And where does your sort of obligations lie there? And, and is it is it a challenge? Yeah, it is a bit of a, tr- a challenge having obviously just the one professional team in the country. Uh, and, and you know, it's not the sole pathway, but they're a really important pathway for us. You know, we've seen guys like Sapreet Singh and Waters pass through the Phoenix into brilliant environments overseas. Uh, and you know, professional football and running a professional football club is, is tough as well. So um, while, we, while we run all the international teams, certainly we don't see um, you know, obviously funding a professional side as part of our core business, but we've constantly got to look at ways we can support the Phoenix because you know, they're doing it tough. They're doing it really tough in MIQ. Uh, sorry, with um, COVID in particular, you know, uh, as are the Breakers and the Warriors and everyone else who are having to base themselves in Aussie. So leaning really heavily in and making sure we support them. We think there's a lot more opportunities for partnership in, in terms of our staff. So as the Phoenix developed their Women's Academy down in um, uh, Wellington there, uh, you know, how can we integrate some of our staff? So we've, got, we've all got less overheads. Um, meanwhile, we want to see another uh, A-League side up in Auckland or Christchurch or wherever it might be. So, mm. um, you know, we want to see expansion. Um, but, yeah, we've got to help the Phoenix as much as we possibly can through these tough times. Now, well, there's one former footballer who's coming to a whole lot of cash, might be interested in investing in one of those franchises up there. And Tim Brown just bend his <laughs> arm a little bit and get him to throw some of that all-birds <laughs> cash in behind it and make sure it's, it's going all right. But, hey, um, mate, I had the pleasure of catching up with, uh, with Danny Hay and, and a few of the... All Whites boys up in um, Abu Dhabi, actually, we were staying in the same hotel, went out for dinner with them one night, and, and I was actually really fascinated um, by the story that Danny was sort of explaining to me about the culture they're trying to build within that New Zealand, uh, within the All White side, and, and can you just explain to us a little bit about what Danny's been able to um, impart or what he's been able to build with that All White setup? Yeah, sure, and it's obviously a, a work in progress, but... Um, you know, one of the challenges with international football is this, this idea where, you know, we're, the players are in and out of um, their clubs, their professional clubs, and they have these brief periods of time together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, often the teams that will do well are the ones that can assemble really quickly. These windows are sometimes 10 days long. Um, you know, teams that have a really common sense of identity and purpose. Um, and that hasn't always been the case. And I don't think there's always been a strong connection um, certainly back to the organisation. Danny's worked sort of tirelessly to, to build that wanting and that belonging to, to be a group. It's, it can be pretty lonely being a professional footballer. A lot of these guys are playing in uh, you know, some tough environments too, long way from home, uh, speak a, you know, a bit of the language or, or not at all. 
Um, so, you know, he's building an environment in which they want to come in and want to assemble, um, and that's something we want to we want to build across all of our national teams, and it's something we want to link more tightly with the organisation. So uh, he's going um, deep into some Dalmari and getting a bit of understanding, you know, thinking deep in terms of what it means to be a Kiwi, but also building a performance culture around that too. So, um, you know, all the anecdotal stuff that we're getting back from um, both team surveys and from the, the guys, that they're loving it. Um, and, you know, we know that across all Kiwi sport, that's, uh, you know, been a common point of strength. So it's, it's pretty awesome to see. Yeah, from the outside looking in, mate, three successful wins. You can see something's kind of clicking, and, and I've been very impressed with how the All Whites have been tracking as of late. Hey, mate, just quickly talk about the, the tournament in Qatar, uh, the, the, the Oceania qualifying tournament. Was there any realistic chance of it actually being down under and being back in Oceania, the, the tournament being held? No, unfortunately. So it's t- t- taken a couple of blows through COVID. I mean, one was originally... Uh, we would have been playing, absolutely, we were going to host some of these Oceania games in New Zealand. It's been a huge goal of the organisation to bring our senior teams home and have them play at home. It's uh, you know, it's a travesty, obviously, to have the likes of the quality on both men's and women's side not at home, and young Kiwis should be able to see that. Um, but the yeah. reality is of MIQ, border controls, you know, all the, all the things that everyone's been dealing with for the last couple of years, that wasn't possible. So, um, you know, yeah. we, we knew last year that that was probably going to head offshore to Qatar. What was a bit of a surprise and savage blow for us was also losing the intercontinental playoff games home and away. So that's, um, you know, that's recent news to us. Um, but, um, you know, we'll just keep rolling with the punches and um, bring them home as soon as possible. Yeah, mate, I just... Um, I'm, I'm, I envision that, that moment and we're playing Bahrain and Wellington and you just can't beat it when you, when you have a sold out stadium in Wellington and you're watching the all whites go well and they qualify it's um it's a big loss mate it's a big loss but um for for you how how tough is, has covid been for for New Zealand football like um you you seen the end the end light you seen the the end is coming closely uh close shortly are, are you are you happy with where you are as as a football union and, and the growth around the country within the younger ranks of with New Zealand football yeah, look, there's, there's, I guess it's, um, it's been challenging for everyone. I'm always mindful of the clubs and you know, football's and lucky in some regards and we've got this brilliant participation base, incredible club network and all these volunteers. But, but they've been doing it tough and everyone, you know, every sport right now, but in particular club sport is trying to make sense of what the COVID protection framework means for them and, you know, how they're going to generate a bit more revenue because... Uh, you know, things are largely closed um, in terms of bars and, yeah. you know, every other form of revenue and community funding is low. So, you know, I think um, always mindful of that and, and how they're feeling. But overall, um, by the same token, a lot of, you know, having a volunteer network, provided everyone bounces back from that and wants to come back to their clubs, participation's looking good. The, the domestic leagues have been really positive and we've been getting a lot of coverage on that. Awesome partners are starting to turn towards football because they're seeing national teams play and I'm mindful, you know, alongside only a couple of other sports, we're one of the few um, sports lucky enough to be playing international sport right now um, largely because uh, you know, we weren't able to get MIQ spots but we've got full squads of professionals and both the men's and women's sides overseas, so um, yeah. yeah, look, we're, we're, we've been doing it tough, but um, we've also had a lot of positive wins throughout, so 
um, yeah, and, and we're, we're well positioned. We want to go to these next two World Cups, and our sport's still growing, you know, and, and that's not the case for all sports. So, yeah, we're pretty lucky. Beautiful. Andrew, just picking up on that um, on that point around not being able to get MIQ spots, have you had some government assistance with that, or is it sort of uh, been met with a bit of <laughs> a bit of uh, silence around trying to get some assistance to get some of those guys who are and the guys and girls who are who are um, flying the flag on the world stage home at some stage? Yeah, it's been tough. We haven't met the. Um, with our teams away, we haven't met the threshold in terms of the numbers um, of people to get them back in. We're lucky Danny and Darren Baisley have got MIQ spots. But, you know, when they left for these most recent tours in which they've you know, had great success, they didn't know if they were coming home to see their families for Christmas. Uh, we all knew that, but, you know, that's uh, a pretty big sacrifice and um, kudos to them. They, they've got uh, MIQ spots through through the, lot, the lottery system, so that's brilliant. Um we, we went through government to see if we could host um, the Oceania qualifiers that are now in Qatar here, but the numbers are just too big in terms of the number of teams we wanted to bring in. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess there are, we, we're, we know there's other World Cups going on. So, yeah, we haven't been um, particularly fortunate in that regard, but thank goodness the system's changing. Um, and, I, you know, I think the MIQ system had to change. Um, international sport couldn't really continue how it was. So, uh, yeah, we uh, will continue to play. We're going to play the uh, men's and women's sides again throughout the year. The international calendar should be full next year, um, so it's not going to block us anymore. Beautiful. Well, that's good to hear that a couple of the boys are coming home, including Danny. I know when he was over there, they were a little apprehensive about sort of what, what the, the few months in front of them um, looked like, so that's great that they're coming back, but I totally agree with you. Thankfully, things are changing. It would be great to get everyone back and, and be able to host some of the major events back here in New Zealand as well and get things up and running again. Mate, before we let you go, Andrew, just uh, Izzy, Izzy is a uh, Man U supporter, so he's going through some tough times at the moment. Who do you support in the English Premier League, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I used to live in Islington, so I've been known to be an Arsenal supporter. Um, a lot of commiserations oh, with I know it's hard. It's really hard right now. <laughs> So, um, you know, anything we can do from our side, we're here. And so, we've got your back, Izzy, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're in the same boat, aren't you? We're, we're both poor. I <laughs> know, oh, but you, we're expecting it, you know? So, uh... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll just catch uh, Ronaldo. Why don't oh, get brilliant. that one anyway? Anyway. <laughs> All right, well, we'll let you go anyway. Thank you, Andrew. That, and really appreciate you joining us, mate, on um, Baz and Izzy's breakfast. And thanks for appreciate your it, uh, transparency. And, and it sounds like the game's in good hands. Appreciate it, guys. Go well. That was and good man, Andrew Pragnell, the CEO of New Zealand Football. Hey, good man. Good man, isn't he? Jeez, it sounds like they're in pretty good hands there. Got things under control. They are, they are in great hands. Good they're in great hands. Nice he, diplomacy he like around. vision. Yeah. A real good yeah. vision, direction. You need a leader that's got great direction, great vision, and, and can see the future. But he's also both sides, you know, women's, the men's, and, and great to see mm. the women's get a, a great win over South Korea yesterday, last night two 0 So yeah, like he's he's awesome, mate. He was, that was fascinating little insights from from Andrew Pregnell and, and looking forward. To, and it's us guttering. I spoke about that time in Bahrain, mate. When, you know, um, Wellington when they played in Wellington against Bahrain, that qualifier. 
And you see the football fans, eh? And you think, where are the rugby fans that are just so passionate in the stands, waving their flags? And, oh, it's a great sight when you see a uh, Westpac Stadium sold out. Or Sky Stadium, I should say, sold out in Wellington. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great, mate. So that was a good get. Good get, uh, Louis. Well done. Shameless plug from you as you sip on your McCafe coffee. I'm still waiting for mine, but you just enjoy yours down there in a hoka. But yeah, oh, nah, this is a Andrew daisy. I think it's great as well. We've talked a bit about on the show is I well, know we're gonna to get to a break in a sec, but we talked a little bit on the show about um structures of leadership within organizations and mm. and having just a little bit to do with Danny Hay and now listening to Andrew Pagnell talk about what they've got in place and the growth of the game, the understanding of the diversity and the need to grow the game and and to to make sure that it's a game which is accessible to all walks of life and, you know, man, woman, whatever, everything. And I think you look at that and then you then look at what Danny, what, uh, Danny Hayes doing in terms of trying to really bring it back to what's New Zealand, the Kiwiana, the, you know, that mm. our heritage and, I and love try that. and tie everything together. Yeah, it's, it's really, I think uh, I think it's in a good space, and I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if we see a real upswing in results, and and maybe even in um, player numbers in the next little while under the leadership of those two those two people. So good stuff. Enjoy the global game. No good at it, but we enjoy following it. And we uh, <laughs> we've had some had some good good years. We've had some good players, and maybe we've got some more coming up. And speaking of coming up, what have we got? We're going to talk a little bit more rugby. Shortly as well, artist Adi Savir re-signs for a big deal. We'll get Izzy's thoughts on that in just a second. And don't forget, after 8 o'clock, we have our frequencies, our Baz and Izzy's radio frequencies. 12.60 a.m. gives you the chance to win 1260 bucks. Get 10 questions right, you win the whole goddamn thing. So anyway, we'll be back very soon, 7.21 in the morning. <laughs> What's up? You get paid. You want to get paid? We're going to get them paid. Phone a friend. Get one chance. You're genius. <laughs> you listen to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.